Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life. Desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 44, Inviting God In. Here's my question for you today. What areas of your life are you struggling with that you aren't inviting God into? What areas of your life do you have the desire to experience breakthroughs, but you're not bringing God and all his truths and wisdom to help with? If you're listening to this podcast, I'm guessing you likely have some relationship with God. You've probably committed your life to God in some way, shape, or form. And if not, that's fine because this topic still applies to all of us, no matter where you are in your relationship with him. Here's what I see both in my life and in the life of many Christian women that I've worked with. We tend to bring God into certain areas of our life, but leave him out of others. And many times we tend to bring what we believe are the bigger things in our life to him, but we don't include him in our many daily personal struggles. For example, think about how quick you are to pray about major health issues, about getting that job or that promotion for others in your life, for your kids and for their salvation. But when it comes to our personal struggles with our weight, our relationships, negative habits that we want to change, money, even our daily perspective on life and the negative emotions that we all experience, many times we fail to bring those directly to God. Why is this? Well, here are the three primary reasons I see from my experience. First, it's all about control or our perceived level of control. We believe we should have personal control over certain things in our life, like what we think and how we feel, how we eat or our exercise habits, how we manage our money, how we interact with others. I know in general, as women, we like to feel in control. So asking God for help in these areas is kind of like confessing we don't have control over them or we're not able to control them. And we don't like to think or admit that. This is also why I believe it's much easier to bring God into things I know aren't in my control, like major health problems we or friends or family are facing, like certain family members not believing in Christ. But if we really listen to what God tells us, he is in control of everything. Yes, he gives us our own free will, but he still directs our steps and our path. Plus, we know that he always knows what's best for us in each and every situation. If we really believe this, and I believe the Bible is clear we should, then why would we ever want to put feeling in control above asking him for his help and guidance? The answer is 
We shouldn't, my friends. Bringing him into those areas doesn't mean we're giving up responsibility or and control over our actions. It just means we're leaning on him and his truths to help guide and direct us. The second reason is we feel like these areas are insignificant. In the context of all the problems we currently face, so think political, COVID, poverty, human trafficking, why would God focus on these small, trivial matters in my life? I mean, in the big picture, I'm fine, right? I've got more blessings and things to be thankful for than I can count. So why should I bring something so trivial to God when there's such bigger matters, more important matters at hand? But God tells us otherwise, right? He tells us he numbers the hairs on our head. He tells us his love for us is more than we will ever know. And it's all encompassing. We can never separate ourselves from it. He tells us he has great plans and purpose for our life. He gives us the promise of living an abundant life right here on this earth. The point is God cares about all our struggles, all the things holding us back. Why? Why do these seemingly small things matter to him? Because those things create negative thoughts and feelings that move us away from him. Because it's especially in the small, seemingly insignificant things that the devil uses to so cleverly move us away from God and the life he has planned for us. They hold us back from giving our all to God, from freely loving and serving others, from fully stepping into his purpose for us, from experiencing that full and abundant life. The third reason, and this is a big one, we feel some mixture of guilt and shame about them. Our weight, superficial relationships, money issues, bad habits we know he's probably not a big fan of. We're hesitant to bring him into those areas because we're pretty sure he wouldn't approve. We know better. We know we should be doing different things. We don't need him to tell us to tell us that we just need to start doing what we know we should be doing. When I see this in my life, I always think of Paul and where he says, I do the things I don't want to do and I don't do the things I want to do. Wow. If Paul, one of the greatest apostles, had these same failings as a human, why would I sit here and think I should be any different? And more importantly, since Paul struggled with this too, what did he teach us to do about it? To give it all to God, to renew our minds and our thoughts through God so we can use God's spirit to make decisions that serve him. Because decisions made that way also end up serving us and the other important people in our life. Shame and guilt always do their most destructive work in the dark when we try to hide it from God, from others, even from ourselves. It's when we expose it and bring it to God that we can really go to work on the areas of our life that we feel this way about. And we know God wants us to do exactly that. Just like he tells us 
anyone who believes in Christ gets a new start. We'll get a fresh start in any area of our life by bringing God fully into it and surrendering it to Him and His truths. Today's one thing, God wants to be the central player in every aspect of your life especially the areas you struggle with and the seemingly small things that hold you back. Nothing is too small or too insignificant for him. So how can you do this? You've heard me say this before, but the first step is always building awareness. Where in your life are you experiencing personal struggles you keep trying to figure out your way, but you're spinning your wheels and not making progress? There's your way, the world's way, and God's way. And if we're not bringing God directly into it, then our way is probably closely aligned to the world's way. God tells us we have to let go of our own self, our own ego. And he means that for every part of our life, not just our spiritual life. God tells us our burden will be the lightest when we follow his ways, but yet so many times we persist in thinking we need to do it our way. Now think about how you can bring God fully into those areas of your life. Connect God and all his truths to your efforts to make changes and experience breakthroughs. Align your way with his way through his truths, pray about it, search out scriptures that will motivate and support you. Do this with all parts of your life. No part is too small or insignificant. Here are a few specific ways you can do that. In this first one, I believe is so big because most of us have never been taught this. God tells us everything starts with our thoughts. Proverbs 4.23 tells us to guard our heart above all else, for it determines the course of our life. Heart in this context means our thoughts and feelings. Certain translations say, be careful what you think, because your life is shaped by your thoughts, and that everything we do flows from this. Those oh-so-many thoughts running through our heads are the drivers of our life. God tells us that. And God also blesses us with the amazing ability to examine and look at our thoughts and be able to change ones we know are not serving us. The first thing to do in any area that you're struggling with is examine your thoughts about it. How are those thoughts holding you back? Thoughts like, this is too hard. I don't know how to start. I'll never be successful with this. Others can do this, but not me. I can't figure this out. I'm too old to change. Change those to more empowering thoughts that will fuel you with inspiring feelings. And if you haven't listened to my earlier podcast, God's Model for a Human Life, episode number 35, be sure to go check that out. How about in our relationships? Start with our relationship with ourselves. God tells us we are all 100% worthy. He made us marvelously and wonderfully. Our worth is absolute and was established the moment he created us. Nobody can or ever will touch that. 
And his love for us is too great for our human minds to even comprehend. He tells us we should love, serve, and honor other people in our life in a way that pleases him, not in a way to gain our own appreciation or acceptance. And in our health, he tells us our bodies are an amazing gift, and we should be good stewards of his gifts. He gives us everything we need to make our bodies thrive. Healthy foods and drinks, sleep, the ability to move our bodies, and an amazing brain to help us figure out a healthy lifestyle that truly works for us. He doesn't want us to follow the world's way of being overwhelmed by this and bouncing from one diet to the next. With our money, he tells us to understand he is the provider of everything we have, including our money. And our values, they should reflect that. He tells us when we loosen our grip on our money and let him in, he will provide for us and always ensure we have everything we need. What about with our jobs? He tells us that whatever we do, we should put our entire heart into it as if we're doing it for him and not for man. He tells us we should always be an example to those around us of what he's done and is doing in our life. Going back to Paul's guidance on living our lives through God's Spirit, listen to the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Imagine the impact those could have on whatever part of life you're struggling with today. I want to wrap this up with a couple passages from the message translation that really speak to how God wants to be part of all aspects of your life. In Romans 11:36, it says, Have you ever come on anything quite like this extravagant generosity of God, this deep, deep wisdom? Everything comes from Him. Everything happens through Him. Everything ends up in Him. And in Colossians 3, 17, it says, Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever, be done in the name of the Master, Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. My experience with this, for me, inviting God in in all areas is something that I've struggled with, and I'm still a work in progress with. In my mind, I thought I just needed to handle some things on my own, but I've learned the more I make an effort to turn to Him and invite Him in, the more He helps guide me through things. It's been completely life-transforming. Next week, join me as I share about a very important concept to understand to have better relationships. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.